1: Jack is crafted at the oldest registered distillery in the United States, where it's charcoal mellow, drop-by-drop, for a smooth finish. Which isn't the easy way, but it is Jack's way.
0: So many hotels. Trouble booking the family vacay? Come on.
2: Comfort us free hot breakfast for the whole fam. They have waffles. And splendid pools. Book direct at choicehotels.com. The latest
0: show goes after hours. The Beyond Swanky podcast with Kennedy Lucas. Brings out more for our Lucas Nation fans. Tune in for reviews, topics, and even special guests. We go beyond the swankiness as it's juicy as hell with our DJ, DJ Lupezzi. Playing nothing but the hits on the Spotify podcast version. Live from our studio of Swanky Studios, it's the Beyond Swanky podcast. With Kennedy Lucas on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky ninety three point three and the Heat ninety four point six radio station. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more.
3: Today's a big day for the New York Giants. If by 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock our time, they don't come to a long-term agreement with Saquon Barkley, their star running back, he's franchise tag. That's an NFL rule. They probably have to sign him to a long-term contract. That's what they're doing today. So Daniel Jones' worst year lowest passer rating was in 2020. That was the year that Saquon Barkley played like a game and was hurt. So the Giants, um, and, and by the way, this is what happens when you have a very average quarterback that you've committed nearly $40 million a year to, and for you to be good, he has to flourish, and they're totally dependent on Saquon Barkley being here. In fact, we have a graph that we'll put up right now. Last year, I mean, this is the, what, fourth year of Daniel Jones. Justin Herbert, Burl, Mahomes, they pop early. Jalen Hurts pops in year two. Four years in, if he has less than 100 yards rushing behind him, he's bad. 86 passer rating five seven and one he is totally dependent on a run game and Saquon Barkley's obviously great so this is really though the Giants are and I and I know you think I'm picking on New York but it is again an illustration of why New York teams are always seemingly for the last decade a mess they've got lots of money they think they can buy championships but the Giants had an owner and uh It looks like, though it will be denied, that he meddled in these negotiations and signed him to a long-term deal because he looks like Eli Manning and had the same college coach as Eli Manning, and he can sense Eli Manning, and Eli Manning took a while to get going, but Eli Manning was a lot more talented college quarterback than Daniel Jones. Now, this is also a Giants team where the coach and the GM currently both very good are trying to recover from a previously incompetent head coach and incompetent general manager. And it's also a roster, Jets too, or most of your talent is on the wrong side of the ball. But at least the Jets go out and get Aaron Rodgers. The Giants are now stuck with Daniel Jones. Add in, and you see this all the time with New York teams, unrealistic expectations, the over under for the Giants is a very reasonable seven and a half wins. I'd bet the under. Seven and ten. I'd bet the under. My guess is J-Mac would bet the under. And why are they in this mess? because Dave Gettleman tried to buy a bunch of players, and almost none of them work. So smart teams like the Chiefs come in and get Tony. he will be highly productive, and the Giants couldn't figure out how to make it work. Welcome the baseball teams. The Yankees are now tied for last place. The Mets are unraveling. Huge payrolls nobody can hit. Your basketball team, the Brooklyn Nets, was a disaster. They tried to buy relevance. Classic New York. And the Jets are trying to get Aaron Rodgers to solve their long issues. They haven't been to the playoffs longer than any other team. And that includes like Washington, Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago. And their NFL teams basically are both rebuilding, but neither wants to admit it. So what the Giants really are, and it's a bad place to be in sports, they're trapped. But in the NFL, it's the weakest players union. And so you got to be poorly run to get trapped. Like in baseball, there's nothing you can do. If you want Mookie Betts, you better sign a 10-year deal. If he gets hurt three years into it, what are you going to do? In the NBA, again, the players union, the players have more power. Same in international soccer. But in football, you can get rid of anybody. Could have gotten rid of Tom Brady in his prime, and it wouldn't hurt you that much for more than a year. New England for 20 years never got trapped. They moved off players constantly. Uh, By the way, the Kansas City Chiefs, Orlando Brown, see ya. Honey Badger, see ya. Tyreek Hill, see ya. never got trapped. The Giants are in the place you should never get in the NFL. There's no excuse for it because it's not a terribly strong players union. You can identify talent because unlike basketball, you get three and four years of videotape. You should do your homework and have fewer whiffs in the draft. NBA teams get you know one year a college video high school video becomes important i understand whiffs in the nba there's no reason to whiff constantly on draft picks no reason to overspend in free agency it's not a strong players union you shouldn't get trapped and here the giants are today absolutely trapped surely gonna have to sign a running back who i like a lot with a history of injuries to a big contract or else they'll franchise tag him and he's not gonna be happy and this all started with reaching for a quarterback who sort of looked like Eli Manning. Who had the same college coach as Eli Manning. And they took a big swing. And they reached. And everybody knew they reached. And now they're four years into it. Five years into it. And trapped. There's really no excuse for it. The good NFL teeth. By the way, Philadelphia Eagles. They bottomed out for a year. Boom. Back on top. Eric, Eric, you get Rams. Super Bowl. Bottomed out. This year's draft, replenishing, probably a year away, they'll be fine. That's the way it It's okay to bottom out, but there's no excuse to be where the Giants are. And I I think because you have an average quarterback that you've put basically $37 million a year into, because he won a couple of games against the Vikings' awful defense, now you have to sign Saquon. That's not where you want to be in this league. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs had a running back who they were disappointed with they went and got a one in the seventh they move off tyree kill orlando brown honey badger so we'll keep you updated on the giants though my guess is they're gonna have to sign saquon barkley because he doesn't want to play in a franchise tag and daniel jones without saquon barkley this is a bad football team it really will be their talents almost all on defense all right so i saw this yesterday uh and we kept going back and forth on this uh deandre hopkins was down to new england or tennessee and i think you know a good player it's not randy moss anymore but he's a good player is gonna go to a good coach and a pretty good organization so he should help them win another game in a wonky division but um it's more of an indictment on new england think about this so i'm a star receiver and you know in the nfl you're as good as your wide receiver. even larry fitzgerald's numbers came down on the quarterback position wasn't as good. Look at Randy Moss, how great he was. Look at his numbers with Tom Brady. Look at his numbers elsewhere. So DeAndre Hopkins did not choose Belichick, you know, with six, seven Super Bowl rings. Did not choose offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien, who won a division with Brock Osweiler. He didn't choose Mac Jones, a first-round pick who's clearly their number one quarterback. No, he chose Tennessee with a shaky offensive line, running back dominant and you have no idea what the future is at quarterback. Will Levis, Malik Willis, Ryan Tannehill, and yet Vrabel sold him on it. And that's all this was. Free agency is salesmanship. It's a little bit like college football inserted into pro football. Mike Vrabel's younger than Belichick, probably less rigid, former player, and he sold him. And I don't think we're not talking about D-Hop as is Randy Moss is going to change everything, but if you told me DeAndre Hopkins, now, with Trey Burks, is worth a game in that division. The difference between nine and ten, or eight and nine, they got a very good defense. That's the difference between not making the playoffs and making the playoffs. It's a weak division. There's not a lot. There's only one weak division in the AFC. The other three: AFC East, AFC North, and AFC West are stacked. Okay, stacked. So New England really needed it. Tennessee needed it, and Tennessee got it. Patriots paid $33 million potentially for Devontae Parker three years. Titans paid $32 million for the much better wide receiver for just two years. They don't like it. They can get out of it. So I think Tennessee wins here. And it, it is just incredibly hard. This is not a strong opinion. This is obvious for all of us. It's hard to win in 2023 without weapons. New England has none. I mean, if, if, if the Patriots were a car, they'd be a stock base model. You know what I mean? No key fob, have to roll up your own windows, you'd be driving on four spares. I mean, there's just nothing there. Juju Smith-Schuster should be a three. That's what he was at Kansas City. Sometimes a two. So it's a, it's a, I mean, you're talking about D-Hot may not be Randy Moss, but at least he's power steering. He's fresh new tires. He's automated. I, I, to me, this is more of an indictment on New England. Again, can't sell their vision offensively i mean bill o'brien got to the playoffs four different times belichick's a legend mac jones say what you want is clearly the future at quarterback they couldn't sell that over (laughs) a run i'm a wide receiver a run dominant team with most of their talent overwhelmingly their talent on defense and they don't know what the quarterback is by november and they won so, I think, you know, in that, there's only one weak AFC division. Does D-Hop equal one more win? I think he does. I think he takes them from 8 to 9 or 9 to 10. And that's why, you know, we're all we're all looking at these great divisions in the AFC. But the truth is, the NFC South is a hot mess. And the AFC South isn't much better. So, the wildcard team may very well come from those divisions if you can get to 10 wins. So, I think it's a fairly substantial move. Not a great player. He's a good player for a team that desperately needed another receiver
2: Saquon Barkley's upset Josh Jacobs Tony Pollard Jonathan Taylor Derek Henry running backs very upset um I hear this chorus of everybody defending running backs where were all you people for 40 years defending safeties tight ends interior linemen running backs care about running backs I get it we all care about ourselves but the NFL all Sports, actually, are always evolving. People are getting paid differently now. Basketball analytics, the shooter, is now more valuable than the rebounder. The shooter. Basketball analytics changed everything. Baseball analytics. What would Tony Gwynn now fetch on the market or Wade Boggs? People want power. Due to rule changes in the NFL, top wide receivers now make what quarterbacks did 10 years ago. Tight ends are now finally getting theirs, finally. Running backs have made theirs forever. Because of rule changes, concerns about safety, you can't grab a receiver, you can't cover a receiver, you can't hit a wide receiver. They now attack you and the middle of the field. Receivers and tight ends used to avoid the middle of the field. Now they attack it. New rule changes. Running backs, as I've said for years, are the last offensive player. You can hit anytime, anywhere, from any angle. The entire league is being protected and they're the last pinata. And they don't last as long. And by the way, all businesses evolve. Trees don't grow to the sky. There's no guaranteed jobs or income. Pilots make less than ever. Why? Cockpits are more automated. I saw a study this weekend where 35% of pilots acknowledge they nap during flights. In my business, I started in local TV. Did sports, it's been mostly eliminated. Amazon, you buy things, they show up six hours later at your house. That's why malls are empty. Remember when there used to be travel agents? Everything changes. Taxis have been eliminated by Uber. Home phones eliminated by iPhones it's not that i don't have sympathy but you got to evolve back to the basket centers are dinosaurs relics jurassic Jokic is the new center all you young guys learn to pass and shoot be able to run the floor put the ball on it too running backs will still get paid saquon barkley's getting 10 million a year how much do you make you have to be excellent healthy versatile and man does it help if you play with a second-tier quarterback or an overpaid one. The Giants, by the way, did make an offer. They were really close, but Saquon rolled the dice, eventually players have to settle for the franchise tag, which they've agreed to, but nothing's guaranteed for life. I tell people this all the time, I've been scrambling it feels like for 35 years. You know, did local TV, did local radio, now I write books, I have a new beer. You do what you gotta do. There's no guaranteed jobs. I'm watching Hollywood right now, actors and writers. It's crazy that because of new technology and AI, the studios now wanna scan one time, scan extras. Not the movie star, but the extras. That's a real career, right? Most actors are extras. They wanna scan you once and then use it forever. Don't wanna have to pay you for four and a half, Months don't want to have to feed you for four to half months. Don't want to have to insure you for four to half months. That's crazy to me. But that's what technology does. I would put a foot down if I was an actor. Most actors, it should be noted, have side hustles. Do you know you have to make twenty-six thousand dollars a year to get insurance from SAG-AFTRA? They represent actors. Eighty-seven percent of actors don't qualify. Side hustles part of it. It's hard. I think we need riders. i won't watch stuff with bad riders, but i'll watch football without running backs but i don't like it as much i don't like the cfl they pass too much i like running backs i like physicality i think austin Eckler is absolutely worth something i think saquon barkley is derrick henry josh jacobs i said yesterday on the show has has a robust market to me if i had a young quarterback and wasn't pan him i would love josh jacobs they will still get paid But i've been watching football my entire life interior linemen those careers end overnight their hands all ripped up their shoulder surgeries and knees mark slaris had 30 surgeries we never had any sympathy for interior linemen safeties forever major collisions last on the food chain of getting paid tight ends forever were viewed as blockers and little else everything changes analytics are changing baseball and football and basketball and probably if i followed it closely enough hockey running backs will still get paid but this is the world we live in with technology and analytics side hustles take a little less be part of a winning team saquon barkley was offered a longer deal they got really close he rolled the dice it backfired not everybody gets what they want I have sympathy for Austin Eckler, bring him on the show, think he's excellent, think he's really underrated, and I think he's gonna get paid by somebody. You watch football long enough, this is what happens. It ebbs and flows. Right now, we're saying running backs don't matter. For the record, it used to be dangerous to have your quarterback run. Now it's hard to draft a quarterback unless he does run, at least a little. That's what's great about football. They're current. Unlike baseball, they don't wait forever to get stuff right. They're current, they move. Maybe now they're moving too quickly. Maybe now they're disrespecting running backs too much. There's an argument to be made. I'm the Chargers, I want Austin Eckler in the backfield. I'm the Bengals, I want Joe Mixon in the backfield. And I don't know what the Giants offense is without Saquon Barkley. Boring is a good place to start. He's worth something, but he's gonna make 10 million for a year. And if he stays healthy and is productive and talented and works as hard as he has, there will be a market for him. It's just not the market. It was maybe 10 years ago. Um, speaking of New York football, the Jets are going to now limit... <laughs> did we call this HBO's access in Hard Knocks? They're going to limit what they can do. Aaron Rodgers uh always interesting always handsome is probably the reason they're doing hard knocks with the jets nothing against hbo great company the end is fairly inevitable with hard knocks maybe they have to add a baby next year isn't that what they do when shows are dying add a baby or a pet um it feels like netflix quarterback series talks about the one position i care about gives you a little bit of their family mahomes kirk cousins marcus mariota i prefer that show I haven't been into hard knocks for years i also have so much access to nfl guys listening to coaches and players doesn't interest me as much as it does meeting patrick mahomes or kirk cousins or marcus Mariota's family i like the netflix netflix docuseries so the jets are the raiders sometimes it feels like they're close but they're not the raiders which are a bubbling volcano where there's molten lava right under the surface ready to explode But it could go south very quickly for the jets a prickly wealthy handsome veteran quarterback with the worst offensive line in his career a head coach on the hot seat who always has strong opinions a semi-meddling owner an unrealistic fan base an improved division and it's new york the jets could go south very fast add in a brutal early schedule i looked at it this morning two and four is very possible. They face great quarterbacks, great coaches, or both in Kansas City in the first six weeks. Two and four could happen. You think that New England game's a gimme? I got news for you, when Bella checks the gimme on your schedule, that and you're a quarterback with a new offense and a bad old line, that ain't much of a gimme. The NFL is so corporate and has been more and more every decade, they usually squeeze the personality out of teams. But Rex Ryan was on this show because he had a big personality. Aaron Rodgers is on this show because he is more interesting. Aaron's like Phil Mickelson in golf. Winning or losing, I can't take my eyes off it. Aaron Rodgers losing to golf at home, I can't take my eyes off it. Aaron Rodgers winning. Going up against a Brady, can't take my eyes off it. I said this last week. Not a hot take. The reason the Jets are on this is not their mostly young and uninteresting roster. It's Aaron Rodgers, and it's Robert Sala. They look like actors. They're confident. They're outspoken. They'll give you strong, strident opinions. They're fascinating. I'm rooting for Sala and believe it or not, I want to see Aaron succeed. Who wants to watch a bad Jets team?
1: I was thinking this morning, what is pressure at quarterback in the NFL? Who faces real pressure in the NFL? And I don't think it's fair to heap it on guys like Cousins and Dak. And I said that last week and the week before. I think there's five quarterbacks who are going to face unique pressure. Number one is Justin Fields. He's completed 59% of his throws in two years, and has the worst record of any starting quarterback in two years, five and 20. Now they got him pieces. Excuses are over. Big market media, they want wins. He's been given all sorts of help now. Get Ws. Andrew Luck went 11 and five, 11 and five, 11 and five with the worst roster. Get Ws. Number two is Tua. They were 8-0 last year when he was standing upright. Three concussions though last season, career in peril if he gets another one. And maybe unfair health pressure and safety pressure, but he's playing for a contract. When he's healthy, they're good. Can he stay healthy? At this point, none of us know. Number three is Russell Wilson. Sean Payton's going nowhere. Russell may be going somewhere. He's got to be better. I don't believe he's washed. I think he rebounds but he's coming off the worst season in his career and appeared reluctant to play the kind of style he needs to to win, which is keep moving, bro. You're very instinctual. Lean into it, not away from it. Number four, and he's already minted, but Aaron Rodgers. It's New York, it's a new team. He's a Hall of Famer, but there's some pressure here. Hard knocks, high expectations, J-Mac guaranteeing a Super Bowl trip. I mean, he's minted, right? We all know. If he doesn't win a Super Bowl, it's fine. Joe Montana went to Kansas City, got to the playoff, didn't win a Super Bowl. Nobody hold it against him. And number five, Matt Stafford, 35 years old, could blame the offensive line, did get the Rams a Super Bowl, but I was told they tried to redo his contract in the offseason. He didn't want to do it. Sean McVay has shown an ability to fall out of love very quickly with even guys capable of getting you to a Super Bowl.